0: Welcome to the Hope Podcast, a weekly podcast devoted to the explanation of the laws governing health, opulence, peace, and enlightenment. Habits. Your outer self is the means by which you hold the attention by which things are accomplished. Habits are established by your attention on the appearance world by accepting it. There would be no problems if it were not for the misuse of attention. Habit is accumulated energy charged with a given desire. In case of wrong habits of food, drink, etc., you can say, My mighty I am presence, take charge of my desire, and also use the transmuting violet flame to transmute wrong habits. You can do this also for another whom you wish to assist. All human, or wrong, habits, don't fight them, but just ask the Presence to take them out. We come up with habits because of various reasons and wrong desires which originate from the ego, the selfishness. If you can get rid of this and allow the Presence to fill it with higher consciousness habits, then all of a sudden you will find that all the wrong habits have disappeared. Do not battle or struggle. That is the outer trying to be the doer. That is your ego trying to control, trying to make sense of why you do things. Sometimes this makes matters worse or more intense. In great firmness in the feelings, ask the Presence to take them out, transmute them, and replace them with its desire and perfection. The place habit forms is in the clothing of light, the force field, the density of the cellular structure. The realm of habit is in the force field around the points of light and also in the emotional body. All those habits are feelings. The atomic structure of your body has consciousness of its own. Habit is simply doing a thing twice or three times and then it becomes a habit. It takes 21 days approximately to form a new routine. To replace it with another takes 66 days to form a completely new routine. You have an atomic consciousness. That is what some call subconscious. It is the seat of all habits, all these past programs that we've put into our mind. The body elemental and the elementals comprising the body obey the commands of the individual and that becomes their action. This is what makes habits so potent. Transmute cause, core, effect, record, and memory of every human habit and replace it with the perfection of the presence. We can use the violet flame to help transmute the old and welcome the new. Most of the time. Unproductive habits are simply a way of dealing with stress and boredom. If you recall all the habits that you form, that you are trying to avoid from doing something. Most negative habits are from a place of fear or avoidance, such as procrastination, biting your nails, or overspending, or drinking on the weekends. These can all be a simple response to stress, boredom, or avoidance. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can teach yourself new and healthy ways to deal with stress and boredom, which you can then substitute in place of your unproductive habits. Of course, sometimes the stress or boredom that is on the surface is actually caused by a deeper issue. These issues can be tough to think about. But if you're serious about making changes, then you have to be honest with yourself. We must begin to live transparent lives as Chilas. The more you are conscious and aware of how you live yourself, then you can go about transforming and creating the best version of yourself, God perfection in everything you do. It has been said, time management is really pain management. An example of procrastination is because you want to avoid doing the actual work because you do not feel worthy. You do not feel it will actually accomplish anything if you do do the work. Or perhaps you have a fear of failure. or Perhaps you think it is futile why start something because you know it will not amount to anything. These are the root causes behind procrastination. And when you recognize the causes of your unproductive habits, this is crucial and key to overcoming them. All of the habits that you have right now, productive or unproductive, are in your life for a reason. In some way, these behaviors provide a benefit to you even if they are unproductive for you in other ways. Sometimes the benefit is biological, like it is with smoking or drugs. Sometimes it's emotional, like when you stay in a relationship that is unproductive for you. In many cases, your unproductive habit is a simple way to cope with stress. For example, biting your nails, pulling your hair, tapping your foot, or clenching your jaw. These benefits, or reasons, extend to smaller unproductive habits as well. For example, opening your email box as soon as you turn on your computer might make you feel connected. At the same time, looking at all those emails destroys your productivity, divides your attention, and overwhelms you with stress. But it prevents you from feeling like you're missing out, and so you do it again and over and over again. Because unproductive habits provide some type of benefit in your life, it's very difficult to simply eliminate them. This is why the simplistic advice like, just stop doing it, rarely works. Instead, you need to replace an unproductive habit with a new habit that provides a similar benefit. For example, if you complain when you get stressed, then it's an unproductive plan to just stop complaining. It's very difficult as well when that happens. Instead, you should come up with a different way to deal with the stress and insert that new behavior instead of just having a tantrum all the time. In other words, unproductive habits address certain needs in your life, and for that reason, it's better to replace your unproductive habits with a healthier behavior that addresses the same need. If you expect to simply cut out unproductive habits without replacing them, then you'll have certain needs that will be unmet and it's going to be hard to stick to a routine of just don't do it for a very long time. If you feel you're serious about replacing some habits, we suggest these following tips and strategies. Choose a substitute. You need to have a plan ahead of time for how you will respond when you face the stress or boredom that prompts your habit. What are you going to do when you get the urge to go there in an unproductive way? An example is do a breathing exercise or meditate. What are you going to do when the social media is calling you to procrastinate? An example, write one sentence for your work. Start with something small. Whatever it is and whatever you're dealing with, you need to have a plan for what you will do instead of your habit. Another suggestion is cut out as many triggers as possible. If you eat cookies when they are in the house, then throw them all away. If the first thing you do when you sit on the couch is to pick up the TV remote, then hide the remote in a closet or a different room. Make it easier on yourself to break habits by avoiding the things that cause them. And this also helps you become aware and notice the triggers as soon as you can. For if you notice you have the habit, That is the first step to changing it. If you don't even know you are doing something, then how can you change it? Right now, your environment, this could be the physical surrounding or also the people around you, makes your bad habit easier and the good habits harder. Change your environment and you can change the outcome. Join forces with somebody. How often do you try to diet in private? Or maybe you have had a private struggle thing, but you keep it to yourself. That way no one will see you fail, right? By thinking that you're alone in this, you actually make it more difficult for yourself. Instead, pair up with someone and quit together. The two of you can hold each other accountable and celebrate your victories together. Knowing that someone else expects you to be better is a powerful motivator. Surround yourself with people who live the way you want to live. You don't need to ditch your old friends, but don't underestimate the power of finding some new ones, especially ones that are aligned with who you really want to be. Another suggestion is to visualize yourself succeeding. See yourself throwing away the unproductive ideas, or buying healthy food, or waking up early. Whatever the habit is that you are looking to replace, visualize yourself crushing it smiling, and enjoying your success. See yourself building a new identity. Really feel how you will become, for that is a motivator in and of itself. When you can see yourself as the productive and good habit person, then it's easier to also move in that direction. And by visualizing, you also stimulate the brain to enforce new neurons to go in that pattern. You don't need to be someone else. You just need to return to the old you. We often think that these habits we've created are us. In fact, they are not. We create them from old programming from someone else's examples or perhaps from something that we picked up through our experience and reactions. Now, we just want to return to our whole version the version that we feel is the most highest evolution and using our full potential. So often, we think that to change our habits, we need to become an entirely new person. The truth is that you already have it in you to be someone without your habits. In fact, it's very unlikely that you've had these habits all your life. You don't need to transform into a healthy person. You just need to return to being healthy. Even if it was years ago, you have already lived without this habit which means at some point, you most definitely can do it again. Use the word but, B-U-T, to overcome negative self-talk. One thing about battling bad habits is that it's easy to judge ourselves for not acting better. Every time you slip up or make a mistake, it's easy to tell yourself how much you are judging yourself, and you usually give yourself a negative response, therefore you reinforce that you're not worthy, you're not capable of creating a better habit. You may feel guilt, you may feel shame, and you may lose confidence over time with simple self-negative talk. So, change the word to but. Whenever that happens, finish the sentence with but. An example is, I'm fat and out of shape, but I could be in shape a few months from now. I'm stupid and nobody respects me, but I'm working to develop a valuable skill. I'm a failure, but everybody fails sometimes. Using the word but can change your mind. By using words, you are actually enforcing what your attention is on. And at best, you can altogether stop the negative self-talk. Step by step, you can work on improving how you judge yourself to the point that you no longer judge yourself or other people. Don't forget to plan for speed bumps. We slip up every now and then. Be forgiving, especially towards yourself. When you slip up, skip a workout, eat a poor choice of food, or sleep in, it doesn't make you a bad or terrible person. It makes you human. Welcome to the club. We are all human. So rather than beating yourself up over a mistake, plan for it we all get off track. What separates top performers from everyone else is that they get back on the track and very quickly. Here are some additional ideas for breaking your unproductive habits and thinking about the process in a new way. First, start with awareness. It's easy to get caught up in how you feel about your habits. You can make yourself feel guilty or spend time dreaming about how you wish things were, but these thoughts take you away from what's actually happening. Instead, it's awareness that will show you how to actually make positive change. For if you are not aware and you are doing things out of habit, then you are not really a master of your life. And things may occur that are outside of what you prefer to manifest because old habits die hard. Are there certain beliefs or reasons that are behind those habits? Consider all the habits that you have that you have been trying to change or reduce? Is there something deeper, a fear, an event, or a limiting belief that is causing you to hold on to something that is unproductive for you? Think about these questions. When does your habit actually happen? How many times do you do it each day? Who are you with? Where are you? What triggers the behavior and causes it to start? Simply tracking these issues will make you more aware of the behavior and give you dozens of ideas for stopping it. A simple way to start is just track how many times per day your bad habit happens. Put a piece of paper in your pocket and a pen. Each time the bad habit happens, mark it down on paper. At the end of the day, count up all the tally marks and see where your total is. It takes more than sheer willpower to overcome bad habits. The spirit and body needs to be aligned. And the more you know about what your body is doing, then the spirit can start to recalibrate. Some of the reasons why we take on habits can originate in the subconscious mind as something else we're trying to avoid. For example, when there's no specific goal, or absence of an immediate reward, then we will not go for it. Or when you're facing a failure that makes you not want to commit. Because the fear of failure is what postpones your pain, but that causes you to avoid what needs to be done. It can only hinder you from succeeding even more. The tendency for a lack of motivation to finish a task should be examined for any issues that are reducing your motivation. Imagine all the habits that you have and look at them with a fine tooth comb. Squeeze out the details of how they originated and what is keeping them in place. Not all habits are bad, but habits are the shortcuts of the mind so that we don't need to be present. We are focusing on things that we are doing regularly, but some of these things are not what we actually want to do. So the more you can identify the habit, know why you even created it in the first place, then we can use that awareness to either modify, transform, and stop the habit. Keep in mind, in the beginning, your goal is not to judge yourself or feel guilty about doing something unhealthy or unproductive. The only goal is to be aware of when it happens and how often it happens. Wrap your head around the problem by being aware of it. Then you can start to implement ideas And break these habits. Changing habits takes time and effort. But mostly it takes perseverance. Most people who end up trying to break a habit fail and try again multiple times before they actually make it work. You might not have success right away, but that doesn't mean you can't have it. Take step-by-step approaches. Many habits are so ingrained to us that if we change suddenly, it may cause our whole relationship and world to shift resorting to excuses to give up and not do tasks or try to change the habit will actually make matters worse any reliance on excuses saps creativity and makes us have the victim mentality looking for an easy way out every time is avoiding the pain threshold to overcome the difficult challenges good habits are not easy to create and for good reason they will be faced with more challenges than a bad habit. Bad habits tend to rely on instant gratification and the lower self-esteem model. Note that all the habits require a few processes before they fully take effect and set in. So even bad habits go through some illogical patterning before it becomes a habit. The more you perform the bad habit or the good habit, the stronger it will stick stickiness factor is one of the reasons old habits die hard the cycle becomes even more difficult to break if it has had time and repetition to reinforce it the idea is comparable to marinating food the more time the vegetable is marinated in the sauce the more the taste will be fuller and filled with it habits become us only when we've blurred the action with our own identity an example is I am a smoker, only because I smoke enough that I feel it's become part of me. Notice that every habit can become a part of identity, but it is in fact not really the person at all. It is simply the action done routinely until that behavior becomes part of the identity. True identity of oneself is not like our occupations. Those are titles. Same as the habits that we've created, those are also titles we give ourselves. The true identity lies within your God-Self, the I Am. So therefore, be wary of how you use the word I Am. And the more you affirm it, like the habit, the more you become it. Pick habits that are true to who you really are. Become those habits. Use the violet flame. Call on it to transmute those habits that are not of you. That way you can change your whole atomic structure. The violet flame will help transform yourself into the perfect version of you. And they will create habits that are fully aligned with your soul and divine purpose. So start as soon as you can and focus on it every day at least for 66 days, and see the difference from who you were to who you can become. All habits are simply repetitions of one's behavior, and behavior is tied to how we think. So by magnifying how you think, your behavioral actions are revealed, and then you can see the cause and effect in your life. So spend time writing down and reviewing your life habits. Perhaps Every few years you can review this and see how the reflection of your state of consciousness is playing out. If you live a life where all your habits are aligned with who you are, then it becomes your behavior, and then it just becomes who you are. When you have embodied your habits to a point where they are everything that you desire and feel like you want to be, then you can start aligning your habits to the Ascended Masters. And when you embody an Ascended Master, then you have become a Master yourself. join us for exciting new content about the ascended masters and the law of life find out more at wwwgatheringofchilas.com. comments and questions email us at hopepodcasting@gmail.com. at gmail.com.